the is it morning yet deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage Podcast. Our special guest today is former NFL player Dexter McCluster. Thanks for coming on, Dexter. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Thank you, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, let's go back a little bit. You grew up in Florida, and how'd you how'd you get involved playing football at the very beginning? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm from Tampa, Florida, um, and you know, uh, as a young kid, you know, I, I just kind of uh, football attracted me. You know, my mom and my dad they come from especially at an early age, and you know, once I touched that ball, man, the rest is history. I just, I just loved to compete, and it was just in me from the beginning. Gotcha, gotcha. And I know you played uh, basketball and you ran track in high school. So, what, what was that uh, like, too? Yeah, so I, I was mainly focusing on football. But yeah. yes, I did do basketball and track, but I was doing that just to pass the time by to get back to football. You know, um, gotcha. you know, I, I, I wasn't too good at basketball. I can, I can play defense, but my jump shot was kind of broken. <laughs> but um. Gotcha, gotcha. And I always ask all the athletes that come on my show. So, out of high school, what was your recruiting process like? Yeah, so um, I went to a small school called Largo High School. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of teams they they said I was too small. You know, I wanted to go to uh, Florida State, but you know, uh, Bobby Brown said I was too little. I wanted to go to Florida. They said I was too little to play offense. So, you know, I was kind of. Uh, I was kind of frustrated, you know, because I know the type of player I was. Mm-hmm. I know what I was capable of, and size never was an issue uh, to me in my mind. I knew I could go out there and compete with the best of them. But, um, you know, it came down to uh, Ole Miss and West Virginia. And um, uh, Coach Ed Ogeron, which is now LSU, mm-hmm. he came to my house and convinced me to come take a visit. And when I went to Ole Miss and saw the culture and just saw how, how much fun, you know, everybody was having down there, it just felt right. So when me and my father got back on the plane, uh, to head back to uh, Tampa, Florida, and told them, "Hey, I know I want to go. I'm going to Ole Miss, and it worked out for me. Probably the best decision of my life, really." Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, overall, what was your experience like there at Ole Miss? Yeah, my experience at Ole Miss, man, it, it was fun. You know, um, I started off my first game as a freshman. Uh, we did a trick play; they called it the, the Cluster Fluster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I scored my first touchdown. I think I had just turned 18 years old, so I was like a kid in the cage. So it was kind of unbelievable moment, but you know. Um, Ed Ogeron was a great head coach, but once he left and Houston Nutt came in, he, he signed for the special and put me in the right situation to be successful. And my junior and senior year, man, I just took off, man. And I, I think, you know, uh, with, with Coach, coach Nutt coming there, he kind of elevated my career. Yeah, definitely. And was there a moment you were like, wow, I have like a real shot to make the NFL? Yeah, um, it happened my junior year. You yeah. know, uh, like I said, uh, I was coming into my own. Uh, I was mm-hmm. back at running back, you know, uh, Running back is my first position. That's something I truly love to do, mm-hmm. to get the ball in my hands early and make something happen. And, uh, you know, that, that first cotton ball uh, that I played in uh, my junior year, ended up getting the MVP in that one. And I was like, you know what, man? It's getting close to my, my senior year, man. I got a ball out my senior year, and I think I have a shot. And I think that game, my senior year, when we played uh, the Tennessee Bones, 
I think I scored mm-hmm. four touchdowns. I think I rushed for 282 and all purpose yards were 300. So I think that game right there alone was kind of, uh, you know, what got me drafted and drafted so high. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, um, yeah, actually, that, that was going to be my next question, too. What do you consider yourself more, a running back and a wide receiver? But you kind of answered it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think to answer your question, uh, I'm more of a running back. Yeah. So uh, that, that's my first one. That's something that I grew up doing. And um, I've always been good with the ball in my hand early. But uh, I can get with a receiver because I'm just an overall athlete. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, running back is my home. It's always in my home. And, and what, was, uh, what was draft day like? Draft day, yes. <laughs> so I kind of knew I wasn't going to. You know, go in the uh, the first round. Uh, I know I'd be lucky if I did, you know, because the doctor had on me by being too small or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I know day two, I had I had a good feeling, I had a great feeling that I was going to get picked up. And I uh, ran out of venue, me and my family. I invited the whole neighborhood uh, there. Um, had camera crew, so I put a lot of pressure on myself. But I, I did something told me that I was going to get drafted, and I'm glad I did. The Kansas City Chiefs called uh, second pick on the third. Uh, Yeah, now going into the draft, uh, what other teams talked to you besides the Chiefs, and did you think the Chiefs were going to draft you? Yeah, um, so I, I worked back from a few teams. Um, I'm kind of drawing a blank of uh, all the teams that I actually worked back for, but I visited uh, the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. I think I visited uh, the uh, Cleveland Browns. And, you know, Kansas City came, they still been about maybe a week or so before the draft. They came to my high school, and uh, they said they're such a tennis coach. And I did, I caught some punch for him, caught some kickoffs, uh, ran some routes, and left. So I'm like, okay, well, if I won't draft because it just came so late. But uh, they ended up drafting me, man, so I, it was it was kind of a surprise because they came in so late. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, that's crazy. Yeah. And what was it like just stepping on the field for the first time and playing in your first NFL game? Yeah, man, it was uh, in Arrowhead, Monday Night Football. I believe I, I had just turned 21 uh, that game, and, you know, uh, just walking into the uh, into the stadium and just feeling the electricity. And they're like, it's nothing like Chiefs fans. I know a lot of people, you know, um, they disagree with me, but playing in Arrowhead is an unbelievable experience, man. One of the best stadiums I've played in in my life. But, you know, like I said, I had just turned 21. And a uh, quick story, you know, um, Javier Arenas, he was our punt return. And I hadn't been getting any, any action at punt return. I didn't think I was going to. And out of nowhere, I heard the head coach, Todd Haley, whisper to our special teams coach and say, hey, I want to see what McCluskey can do. And when he said that, I was nervous. So I went out there. Uh, it was a light drill. And I was like, Dex, just catch the ball. That's all you have to do, catch the ball. I was one yard, no yard, just catch the ball. And uh, when I caught it, I, I saw I had some room and ended up being uh, a 94-yard uh, punt return to the house on my first punt return. So that's, that's crazy. That's the story I'm going to tell all my grandkids when I get older. Yeah, definitely. That, that's crazy. And is, yeah, isn't Arrowhead yeah. like the loudest crowd, I think, in the NFL or something? Yeah. In 2013, you were named a Pro Bowler. So, what what did that mean to you? Yeah, it meant a lot. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when uh, Coach Andy Reid came in, he put me in a position to be successful. Man, he's a great minded coach, and as you can tell, he's still having success. He has a internet for talent. You know, he, when he sees it, he puts you in the right situation. You know, just knowing that hey, I made my first Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. I get to take my family to Hawaii, a place that I've never thought I'd ever go. You know, so mm-hmm. I brought my whole family to Hawaii. Um, they got a chance to experience it, meet some players, get some autographs, and just knowing that, you know, 
best in the class or accomplish something that I can uh, can be able to uh, pass down to my family so they can share the experience with me, man. It, it was unbelievable, man. Like, one of the best moments yeah. of my life. Yeah, definitely. It's like, Anytime you make a all-star team like that, you're always considered that, you know? Like, now your, your right. name, r- right before your name, is Pro Bowl or Dest- right. Dexter. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Most definitely. And at the time, I didn't think yeah. about that, but, you know, as the years go on, you know, that all-pro Pro Bowl is, is still with my name. So, it, yeah. it, it's, it's a lifetime achievement. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then, after the Chiefs, you went on to play for uh, the Titans and the Ch- yeah. Chargers. Uh, what was that yeah. like? Yeah, so, um, Tennessee, man, I still live here. Uh, I bought a home here about three years ago, but I've been here since I was with the Titans. So, overall, I've been in Tennessee for about almost six years now. And, um, you know, we've been It was different coming from Kansas City where it's really fan-oriented. Um, everybody knows everybody in the front office. It was a stainless. And not mm-hmm. to the Titans were the same, but it was kind of a closer start because everybody didn't seem to be on the same page when I was getting here. You know, they were kind of still uh, rebuilding things and, you know, trying to get, you know, the front office and everything situated. But, again, you know, I had, I had some great moments here. Had a great time. Ended up being here for two years. Uh, met a lot of good people. Made a lot of plays. And, you know, um, it was, like I said, a, a great experience. And with the Chargers, I was there for one year. But that ended up, you know, due to uh, an injury that I suffered at home, actually. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, the Chargers, you know, I played a couple games for them. But I didn't get a chance to experience everything on the field. But off the field, San Diego was a great city. Gotcha, gotcha. And could you give me, like, a rundown of what a day in the life of, like, an NFL player looks like? Ooh, a day in the life. <laughs> well, well, first of all, you're probably, you're probably getting up about 5.30 in the morning. Every day? Yeah, every day. Um, maybe grabbing some breakfast, kissing your kids uh, and your wife uh, goodbye till, till later. And uh, you go over to the stadium. Uh, they have breakfast for you. You eat breakfast. You have the choice to work out in the morning or after you practice in the afternoon. So uh, if you don't work out, you know, you're writing a special teams meeting for about 30 minutes. After special teams, you break up into offense and defensive meeting. You're in there for a while. Then you break up into individual meetings with your running back coach, receiver, offensive line, defensive line, whatever it may be. You're in there for almost <laughs> almost two hours. And then you're on the field for practice for about two and a half hours, three hours. After that, you know, you got time to take your shower. Uh, well, work out first, take your shower eat lunch, have a little bit of downtime, then we're back in special teams meeting uh, that afternoon to watch the film of what we practiced today. Then you break up again into offense and defense, watch all the film. So you're done, you're done around about 5.30 in the afternoon. And so I, I didn't get home until about 6, 6.30 every day. So I'm wow. gone from 6 to 6. Yeah, it's crazy. People definitely yeah, don't realize that. That's for sure. Yeah, so it, it's definitely a job when I, when I say yeah. uh you know, I'm going to work. A lot of people say, going to work? They just want football. Oh, no, no, don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more work, man. You, you're in school all day and you get grinding all day. So it, it's definitely a job. Now, what, what do you think was harder, like doing like the NFL routine or doing the student-athlete routine, like going to class and football? Oh, no, nah, it, it, it's definitely the NFL because it's, it's a lot of state. You know, they invest a lot of money into you. And in college, you don't, you don't get paid. So yeah. You, Obviously, you have, you have the tutors and all that. So, um, in the NFL, they invest a lot of money into you. So, you have to study. If you don't study, if you don't come to AJ every day, you can be going like that. You know, you, everybody's replaceable. So, I would definitely say the NFL and, and just the weight that it carries, you know, and, and the responsibilities and accountabilities, it, 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 it was definitely the hardest. Yeah. Now, I know the last few years you've been, you've been, uh, you played in the CFL and you played some arena football. Yeah. So, what's that been like? And then, can you tell me what the difference playing in those leagues versus the NFL is? 
Gotcha. And what's your uh, future goals for football? Are you trying to get back into the NFL? Are you trying to like try out for the XFL? I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. You know, everybody always talking. You know, trying to get back to the NFL. I said, no, oh, man. Like, I've, I've done. I've done what I did. I did seven years in the NFL, and right now, I don't think it's part of my plan. You know, I think that was the uh, major stepping stones. You know, on Dexter McCluskey, you know, mm-hmm. to get my name out there to enjoy that experience and, and you know help motivate and everything. But my main thing is when the door opens. You gotta walk through it, whether it's good or bad, and see what happens. You know, so that's what I'm doing right now. And um, for about four years now, I've been training uh, college running backs for the NFL Combine. I teamed up with Boost Performance here in Nashville, so I do that in, in my uh, down and out time. But other than that, you know, I've been hearing from a lot of XFL teams, a few of them uh, which I've chatted with. So um, that may be my next step. You know, I, I plan on playing one more year because of my oldest daughter she will be in high school. Mm-hmm. And next year, and I told her I would retire when she get to high school, and I didn't know that it was gonna come this fast. So <laughs> I got one more to take. All right, I'll take it. What about? Have you ever considered coaching? Um, yes, I actually started coaching in um, high school out here in uh, uh-huh. It's uh, called Ravenwood High School. Yeah. Um, that's before I went to the CFL. You know, so I, I did the spring with them, and I started the summer, and then got the call to go to the CFL. It was something that I really enjoyed. You know, yeah. um, I was actually the, the head um, coach for the freshman team. And just, just to be able to actually, you know, they see what I've been through, so they're hungry to learn. They want to they get to the levels that I've been on. So that was a neat experience. And I was out there every day with my police on, competing with them, running with them, and showing them, you know, what it, what it takes. You know? So that's something I'm definitely going to look into maybe in the near future. Yeah, I think I think you would be a good coach, even though I briefly just talked to you for the last 15 minutes, but I think I think you got it. <laughs> and uh, what advice would you give to like a young football player or even a young athlete like trying to get a D1 scholarship or trying to make it to a pro league? What advice I would give? I would just say uh, just believe in yourself, man. You know, it's going to be a lot of people to try to deter you from what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. But at the end of the day, they don't have to say so. They don't have to strap up. They don't have to go out there and do the things that you do. So just believe in yourself, man, and don't take no for an answer. My thing is, man, I know you've probably been seeing it on my Instagram, but the underdog wins, man. All my career, I've always been an underdog, but I've never been denied, you know. So just take that positive uh, attitude and, and just don't take no for an answer. And first and foremost, make sure you're doing your schoolwork. So that, that, that's most important. If you're not that, they won't even look at you. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And are you ready for some fun questions? They're going to go from average to savage. And let's do it. All right. What's your uh, favorite song right now? My favorite song right now. Oh, let's see. Um, that Drake and Rick Ross, Money in the Grave. All right. When you're not playing football or training, what do you like to do? I uh, shoot pool. 
you know, I'm definitely, I'm a poor shark. So I'm taking on anybody that thinks they, they got a chance with DMC. So that's something I've uh, done in my past time and I love to do it. All right. You got to get some challengers out there. Yes, sir. If you had to do a jersey exchange with anybody in football, who would you want to do it with? Uh, it might be too late now, but I'm pretty sure he hasn't laying around. But I definitely say um, Barry Sanders. That's somebody that I really looked up to my whole career. And if not him, uh, currently right now, um, it would have to be uh, Odell. Odell Beckham. All right. Last one. If you didn't like make it to the NFL or you weren't a pro football player, what do you think you would be doing? If I wasn't a football player, what do I think I'd be doing? Oh, she's that hard because I'm I'm a likable guy, you know. So I think I'm a people person. So hey, I'm going to be motivational speaking someone. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. And uh, I appreciate you coming on. And can you let the people know where they can follow you on social media? Yeah, so you can follow me uh, on Twitter at just Dexter McCluster. Follow me on Instagram the same uh, Dexter McCluster. I'm I'm hands on with it. I respond. I post every day. You might be trying to trying to be posted, but that's what I do. I like to motivate. I like to show, you know, that, you know, I'm a real person and, and I, I face the same challenges you guys do. So make sure you hit that follow button, man. I'm, I'm waiting on you. <laughs> I got you. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming on and uh, good luck uh, next season. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.